Welcome to Precious Beloved and Something Else. In today's episode, we will talk about why we've been on hiatus, getting kicked out of school, coronation, online school, trusting in God's will, and much more. So get settled in, grab a nice, warm, hot fudge sundae, and enjoy the podcast. And we're back. Hi, it's your host, Mallory. And Katie, and it's been a hot minute. But we're back and cracking. Hope you didn't miss us too much. Before we get started, I just wanted to propose a game to y'all. Basically, Katie and I have a little problem where we tend to say the same catchphrases all the time. In an effort to break this habit, each podcast, we are going to select a different catchphrase we use and try not to say it the whole time throughout the episode. However, it is the listener's job to tally up how many times we say that catchphrase, and whoever DMs us the correct number of times we say it first will get a shout-out in the upcoming episode. Also, one last thing. Shout out to my girl, Sienna, for making us some bomb cover art for this podcast. We both love it so much. And thank you so much, Sienna. We love the cover art, and we're super duper appreciative. Also, Mallory, that sounds like a really fun game to help us stop saying all these catchphrases. How about this week we focus on the catchphrase, we love to see it. Oof. Oh, I feel like you're personally attacking me, but okay, dude, it's going to be super hard, but let's get crackalackin'. Alrighty, so before we started recording this episode, Mallory and I were just reminiscing on some of our memories that we've had together, and throughout the next couple of episodes, you'll hear us hash out some of the details of our favorite memories as freshmen. Today, I would like to start off with another story from our Belmont Abbey trip. In our introduction to every episode, we usually say something along the lines of, get settled in, grab a nice warm hot fudge sundae, and enjoy the podcast. Of course. So once upon a time, there were five little imbeciles on their way to adoration after a long day at Belmont. Emma, one of our focus missionaries, thought of the brilliant idea to get hot chocolates from McDonald's. Of course, we all agreed, who doesn't love hot chocolate? So Emma puts the car in drive and proceeds to drive through the spot since there's no car in front of us. Everyone was talking low-key, kind of loudly, waiting in excitement for these delicious hot chocolates. Then the front half of the car is thrusted into the air and the car goes dead silent. You could hear crickets chirping, y'all. Turns out that, yeah, there was no car in front of us, but there was one of those, like, little cement barrier parking things in the parking lot that Emma just, you know, runs over. No one is saying anything, and Emma just decided to drive the back half of the car over it again. So it's another boom, boom, completely silent, And then the car bursts into laughter. I haven't heard laughter that hard, y'all, and I don't even know how long. Emma had to put the car in park because we all were laughing so hard, we could not breathe. I could attest to that. I was there. Yes, dude. It was, I was literally about to pee. I was laughing so hard. I was crying. I I, was real. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. So eventually we made it to, you know, your local friendly McDonald's drive-thru and Emma asked if she could have five hot chocolates. The woman asked to repeat what asked Emma to repeat what she said. So Emma says it again, obviously. And the woman says, Oh, you mean a hot fudge sundae? So from our previous incident, we're all pretty much gone and just laughing super hard. So then when this lady says this, I feel so bad for her. She probably heard us. We started laughing so hard. I've never seen us laughing this hard. It was way worse than the first time. So yeah, we were really dying. So Emma goes, uh, no. And the woman says, oh, you mean like the drink? Whole milk or 2%? So 
I'm just like, you know what, get whatever. It could literally be water and it would not taste the difference because I'm laughing so hard. So we finally made it to adoration with our hot fudge sundaes slash chocolates in hand. And we all had a really good adoration, actually. So kind of surprising because I thought I would get really distracted, but it was really good, actually. Shout out to my friend, Michaela, who put up with all this craziness. So yeah, that, mm, that, that was an experience. So now whenever Katie and I get a hot chocolate, we call it a hot fudge sundae. And we thought it would be just a really amazing nod to put at the beginning of each podcast episode. So y'all, in honor of this story, please pause this podcast right now. Get some hot fudge. Hot fudge. See, I'm so used to saying hot fudge sundae instead of hot chocolate. Get a hot chocolate and drink it along while listening to the rest of this episode. That was great, Mallory. Thank you so much for telling everyone that story. Um, That really just brought me back to a good time. Of course, dude, I'm always down to ramble about a story because I tend to ramble all the time. Anyways, back to this lovely podcast. It has been a while since we recorded. Want to catch everyone up about what's been going on? This can't be happening. Katie, don't tell me it's a song. It's a song. This wasn't how I planned it. <laughs> Can't you see that this has gone too far? Please just pause the DVR. Someone won't you make it? Stop. Okay. All right. Well, sorry for that little Team Beach movie um, little clip. But a lot has happened since the last time we did a podcast. Um, both February and March were extremely busy for both of us with classes and stuff for Newman and in our personal lives. It was just crazy, crazy, crazy all the time. Classes were speeding up and Mallory and I were swamped with homework and studying for exams as we marched towards the middle of the semester. And little did we know that when we left for spring break, the next time we would return would be to collect our belongings and return home. Thank you, coronavirus. Um, Some of the highlights of February and March include our Newman spring retreat, the start of Lent. Our Bible studies are continuing to go really well. And we had a bunch of seminarians from Mount St. Mary's Seminary come down to ECU for a couple of days. And they were awesome and did a lot of evangelizing and outreach on our campus while they were here. And we really missed them. So shout out to those seminarians who came to visit. Um, They really didn't think that we would shout them out in our podcast, but there you go. Before we go any further, I would just like to say that after you're finished listening to this episode, you should go ahead and listen to Life is Still Worth Living. It's the podcast done by two of the seminarians. Their names are Jacob and Nick. I listened to their podcast on the car ride back home and just throughout my spring break. And it's really good and I highly recommend it. Yeah, it was super cool just going on campus with them and their podcast is lit. So definitely check it out. Mallory, would you like to talk about coronation? I mean, would I like to talk about it? Heck no, but I definitely will. So when I left for school on March 15th, (sighs) single tear. I did not realize it would be my last real day on campus. You see, Miss Rona, aka the coronavirus, swept over G Vegas and ruined everything. Next thing I knew, all my friends were moving back home and we would not be returning to campus until next fall. These past few weeks have honestly, honestly been the craziest ever. So what you've been up to on this coronation? I mean, did I just impulse buy a Nintendo Switch so I could play Animal Crossing? 100%. Y'all, I don't really know how this game works, so please, if you have any tips, like, let me know. Slide into those DMs, because I've just been fishing and catching bugs to get money, and I, I, all the weeds are gone on my island. Every, mm, it was a big oof. We made a big bad mistake, but 
we're fine. We love to see. <gasps> that was actually for real, for real. So that's really awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, in all seriousness, though, I've been FaceTiming a lot of friends, chilling, um, just watching good old Disney Plus, and you know. All the stuff you do when you actually have free time, like reading and doing homework ahead of time, etc. What have you been up to, Katie? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Honestly, I've just been hanging out around my house a lot. My parents are not letting me out of the house because there are some people in my family who are vulnerable to the virus, and therefore it just wouldn't be smart for me to be out and about right now, which brings me to the point of social distancing. If you do not need to be out, please stay home. We all want to get back to our normal lives, so please just stay safe and help us stop the spread of the virus by staying inside. I understand that there are some circumstances where you need to go out just to buy groceries or go to work, but if you don't have a reason to be out, please just stay home, please and thank you. Okay, my rant's over. But I've also just been staying in touch with a bunch of my friends and my boyfriend by texting and Snapchatting and playing lots of iMessage games. I miss them all a lot. But it's during times like this that I'm just super grateful to have technology to be able to stay connected with the people that I care about, even when we're all far apart. Anywho, I've also also been playing a lot of Animal Crossing on the Switch. My brother and I are obsessed with that game right now, and I think that it's really brought us closer and made us a a little less crazy during this time of being stuck in the house. I've also watched a ton of Disney+. Plus. Um, I honestly don't remember the last time I watched Netflix. I feel like I've only ever been watching Disney stuff as of recently. What have you been watching, Mallory? I so much relate. I so much relate. Is that even a thing? I can relate a lot to not watching Netflix. I literally could not tell you what's on there right now. Um, I've been living and breathing Disney Plus since the beginning of being in quarantine. So far, I've been watching uh, Disney animated movies in order from their release date. So right now, I think I'm in the 1950s and it's super cool for me because I'm a huge Disney nerd just seeing the how the evolution of animation um how you can see it like going throughout the movies it's super cool since um Snow White and Seven Dwarfs because honestly watching that for the first time in years was crazy just seeing how weird it is now and then watching Frozen 2 right after hello it's crazy what have you been watching on Disney plus as of right now, I'm re-watching all the Phineas and Ferb episodes. I've also watched all the Phineas and Ferb movies and all their specials. And the weird thing is that I wasn't even the biggest fan of Phineas and Ferb as a kid, but I think I love it now. It's been a show that I've been watching a lot as I wind down after doing all of my online classes all day long. But I think Kim Possible is next on my watch list. Oh my gosh, Katie, I love Kim Possible. I had the most bomb Kim Possible PJs when I was little. But yeah, I really, I am just shook to the core right now that we are finally back. I've heard from so many of our friends and fans, just kidding, we don't have fans, it's fine, um, that have been asking us to start episode two. So why not start it when we're in lockdown? Yeah, I totally agree. Before we jump into today's podcast topic, I just wanted to let everyone know to expect bi-monthly episodes of Precious Beloved and Something Else from now on. We're both super excited to be back and getting into the groove of things, and we hope you are all along for the ride. Anyways, today's topic is all about trusting in God's will. 
I personally believe that this is a really good skill to practice always, but especially now that we are living in a period of unknowns. With this pandemic basically shutting down the whole world, it can be hard to cope. It can be hard to see how God can be good when there are so many people suffering and dying right now. But even as we cannot see God, he is still there and he is still working. He's with the doctors and the nurses and the other physicians in the hospital who are putting their lives on the line to treat these patients. He's with the people who are selling you your groceries, who are putting their lives at risk of exposure just so you can buy your toilet paper and all your other food items. He's working alongside all the people who are working today. What I'm trying to get at is that God is still with you too. You may not want to believe it, or maybe you just don't feel it right now, especially during a time like this, but he is. He's here right now. He's been with you in the past, and he's going to be with you until the end of time. I love that, Katie. Thank you for those beautiful, inspirational words. Of course, of course. We love that. Does that count? I think it does. Oh, gosh. Just tally it on in there. But uh, in all seriousness, I completely agree with how it can be super hard to cope right now in the midst of all that is going on. What I I have found helpful is being completely honest with the people I trust about how I've been doing during this, I don't even know, insane time. I think it would be beneficial if I share how I have experienced all this. So maybe if any of y'all relate, we can get through it together because you know what? We're all in this together. Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Head in the game. Yes. So if y'all don't know me personally, let me just tell you, I am a huge people person, which I think you could even pick up from this podcast. Like I love my friends from ECU so much and I miss them so much. You don't even understand. And I love my family so much who I can't be with right now. I know Katie's just smiling at me. I miss her so much y'all. Me too. Uh, And my friends from back home that I can't even see anymore. It is insane. Oh gosh. So not being able to be with my friends almost 24-7 and not really being able to say goodbye to them has been extremely hard on me. When all this first happened, my prayer life was really dry, y'all. It has not been like this in a while, and I can't even remember how long. I was so full of anger at everything, and I felt so completely empty when everything started shutting down. I was open with my family and close friends about this, and I found it to be super helpful. And I recommend if you're going through the same thing too, just definitely find someone you trust to just talk about it. I was talking um, with one of our focus missionaries, MJ, about it, and she gave me some extremely helpful tips that I would love to share with y'all. So the first thing that I needed to do was to structure my time. At school, basically, I was busy from when I woke up to when I put my head on my pillow to go to sleep. And now it feels like I have little to nothing to do, which is crazy, just going from that in the span of a week. So I sat down and made a schedule for myself. It has helped so much. It is so important to schedule time for prayer. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So I put that in my schedule as well. Or it just may not be as fruitful if you don't schedule time. I don't know. That's at least for me personally. I do not mean just like sitting in silence and talking to God for a few minutes and then getting distracted for the next 20 because I know I struggle with that so much. Structuring my prayer time has been a really great way to make my prayer life not as dry anymore. Sorry, that was a tongue twister, kind of. I am reading right now the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis during prayer time and journaling as well. And that has been super cool. Definitely recommend that book, 10 out of 10. Also, I've been walking outside, of course, maintaining a safe distance from people and praying too, which has been cool, just seeing his beauty outside and appreciating him everywhere, even when I'm bummed out with this whole situation. My last tip is just checking in with friends. You may not 
have talked to in a while. That's been really cool with all these like Instagram challenges that I've been seeing. I've been talking with friends I haven't talked to in forever just because of that. So we love how social media can bring us together sometimes. Listen to this. I have some wise words for you from my boy Dumbledore. Happiness can be found in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the light. We just need to appreciate how the father, how good the father is, even if we may not understand why everything is happening right now. We are all going to grow and get through this together. Okay, Katie, I'm going to stop with my rambling. I'm going to throw it over to you, and you can share how quarantine has been treating you. So I can relate to a lot of what you were saying, Mallory. I think that it's just so important that we're able to have people in our lives who are able to lift us up, even when we're not feeling like ourselves. When I first got home and I found out that I was not allowed to come back to school, I fell into a deep funk. I felt like throughout this entire school year, I was building a solid foundation with my relationship with God. I was super involved at my Newman Center, and I was doing absolutely everything that you could do there. I was praying in the sanctuary every day for 15 to 20 minutes. I was in a Bible study. I was on the leadership team, and I was director of music. I also met some of my closest friends at the Newman Center. So honestly, if I wasn't in class or in studying in a coffee shop, I was hanging out there. So to have that part of my life taken away from me so quickly was something that I needed to adjust to. I was just so upset with the fact that I never got to formally say goodbye to all of my friends. I think that we all just assumed that we would be back in like 10 or so days, but this was just not the case, unfortunately. But before I go any further, I would just like to speak for both Mallory and myself when I say that I understand that we are both complaining about how we are both not at school right now and that we could be both in a worse situation, but at the same time, we are both aware and support the, support the decision of our university. We understand that the decisions that the university makes are not taken lightly and that overall these decisions are made for our safety. Um, and an act to try and slow this virus down. So as much as we like talk about how we're upset, we do know that these are hard decisions to make and that um, they are done for the greater good. Anyways, when I got back home, my prayer life honestly just flopped. I started to feel really ashamed of this because everyone knows me as this really bubbly, extroverted girl who loves Jesus. So when I started to struggle again, I kind of kept it to myself because I didn't want anyone to think any less of me, which is completely dumb now that I think of it, but I think I was just scared because I didn't really know what to do next. As I was saying earlier, I think it's really important that everyone has people in their lives that they can talk to when they're struggling, whether that be a parent or guardian, a missionary, a teacher, a friend, or a significant other. After a while, I ended up catching up with Mallory one night and I opened up to her about the stuff that I was struggling with and she completely understood and related with me. And I felt no judgment from her at all. Mallory is just like giving you a bunch yes, of dude, I feel, I feel we are literally the same person. So I'm honestly not surprised that we were going through this together. Yeah. She gave me a lot of great tips and encouraged me to talk to one of our focus missionaries, as mentioned earlier, Emma. Um, and quite honestly, guys, the more I started to talk about how I was struggling, the better and easier it became. This entire year has been filled with me taking on leadership after a leadership role. And I, did, I just didn't really want to fail. But in reality, guys, you're going to fall and you're going to doubt and you're going to be scared at times and you're going to fail. And I just want you to know that it's okay. 
The sole purpose of Mallory and I sharing these struggles with you is to let you know that you're not alone if you're feeling the same way. And I agree with Mallory with scheduling your time wisely and making sure that you plan out your prayer. Because for me personally, if I don't physically take the time to pray and plan it out in my schedule, it just won't happen. I think a lot of Catholics now are just struggling. Um, and I think that it's important that we band together in solidarity to, solidarity to form a community to let others know that we're just not alone. For example, I know that a lot of people are struggling with the fact that we can no longer celebrate Mass together. And I'm one of those people. And Mallory and I have come up with a few tips to try and solve this issue. Definitely. So, yeah, I completely feel with Katie with not being able to go to Mass anymore and just how that's really sucked. And just, yeah, I've been struggling with that a lot. So, yeah, back at school, I was going four days out of the week, if um, maybe more. And now not being able to go physically at all has been weird, to say the least. However, thanks to technology, technology, we can go virtually. So I would like to cons- like to encourage you guys to consider watching a live stream of Mass or even daily Mass. We have so much free time, so like, why not start watching daily Mass? It's super cool just to hear extra readings you maybe might not have heard before. That's what I thought was super cool when I first started going to daily Mass. Uh, you can look up daily Mass on YouTube and start watching um, it. Usually, yeah, if you just search it, someone will be streaming it, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to just plug our Newman, our priest at the Newman Center in Greenville, Father Ian Van Heusen on YouTube is usually doing a daily mass. So uh, just check that out. It's usually, I think at 12 p.m. Eastern, right? I think. think Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to, that's what I'm going to be watching. So if you want to watch that with me, we can have that community in solidarity, solidarity as well. But yeah, mass might not see this, might not seem the same when you can't physically receive communion because that's what has been really weird for me, y'all, because I can, like, see people in church receiving, and I'm like, I just want that so bad, but there is a solution to this problem. You can receive it spiritually, which I know is not the same thing, but it really is, so you got it. When it would be time to receive, and when you're watching Mass, say this prayer I'm about to lead us in to yourself, and you receive communion spiritually, so in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things. I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, I come at least, spiritu- come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separ- separated from you. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, I highly encourage you to go and stream Mass in your own homes. And don't just sit there watching the Mass. Try to actively participate. And I get that it's kind of weird, especially when you're in your own home. But this is the new normal for us. So um, what that means is saying the prayers out loud, standing and kneeling, if you can, when you're supposed to. Watching Mass with your family is great for everyone to bond together but also just check in with your friends to see if they're streaming the same mass. This is what me and my boyfriend did last weekend. Although we live in two different cities, we were still able to, quote unquote, attend mass together. Um, And we watched Father Mike Schmidt's um, mass last weekend. I think it was at like 10 a.m. Eastern, something like that. It also led to great discussion about the readings in the gospel and the homily. Changing the subject just a little, I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about Lent. We're still in Lent, people. I, and I know that it's been 
a lot this year. And I know that a lot of us are struggling, but I think that's okay. God calls us to him and he calls us higher and he calls us to holiness. And I think that he's just pushing us all to grow more. Yeah, definitely. I think the most crazy thing I realized during this Lenten season has just been throughout all this insanity. Isn't it crazy how we're celebrating that Jesus is literally rising from the dead in the midst of this all? Like, how how good is our God, dude? Isn't that crazy? Ugh, dude, it's crazy. Mind-blowing. I know, right? So he's literally coming to us when no one else can because hashtag quarantine, it's only us, our families, and Jesus right now coming back from the dead. So this is going to be the best Lent ever, y'all. I know it seems like a struggle right now because I failed. I'm doing a few things for Lent. I've already failed. I failed in all except one so far. So it's super hard. Ugh, I know. But if you can just find ways to reach out to people, read your Bibles, find something. I don't know. I'm doing a little Bible study with my family now that I'm home. So that's been super helpful. But I just can't wait to hear about all y'all's Lenten, Lenten journeys. Slide into those DMs. Tell us what's going on. I would love to hear it. Yeah, we would love to hear everyone's Lenten journey and your Lenten struggles. If we can do any kinds of prayer intentions for you guys, please just shoot us a DM on Instagram if you'd like. Um, our Instagram is precious.beloved.podcast. And just in closing, Mallory and I are wishing everyone a blessed Lent and good health for everyone. Just know that we will get through this time of unknowns. For all of our students out there, keep killing it with the online classes. I know this is a transition for all of us, but we will get through this semester. Keep up with that grind. For our fellow pirates, it breaks our heart that we just couldn't finish this semester with you guys, but we love you all and we will see you guys in August. Go Pirates Arg. Just remember now that you are precious beloved <laughs> this is katie and mallory signing off peace out peace out